Hello and welcome back to Maddie and Motherhood. It's your beautiful host, Miss Maddie Rose here. And I'm going to kind of touch on a pretty tender topic today, which is being a mom and being touched out. Now we hear this term quite a lot when it comes to females uh, trying to voice how they feel about being a mom. And I feel like the biggest downside to being a mom is getting touched out. And I don't know about others, but I get touched out very easy. And it may be the fact that I have four kids that require all of my attention. And when one requires more, the next kid requires more than that one. And it's, you know, they play the jealousy game. And as they get older, especially Tesla and Bailey, as they get older, it gets worse and worse. You know, I give just a little bit of attention to Tesla and all of a sudden Bailey throws a fit because she's not getting attention or vice versa. Now, let's add two infants to that mix. I don't know why God chose me to be a twin mom. Maybe it's the fact that I need to work on my patience. Maybe he just wanted to bless me with this wild adventure of twins because he knew my ass needed to learn some patience. Because by golly, when you put two screaming infants next to each other, all hell rises from the pits of the earth to just spite me. And I want to go absolutely psycho. I keep trying to remember what it was like when Tesla and Bailey were baby babies. Like fresh out the womb until they were, you know, five, six months where they're, you know, at a good age to actually play with and do stuff with. And I, I can't remember them ever crying as much as my twins do. And I, I don't know if it's because when one twin cries, the other cries. Or when one twin needs attention, the other one follows suit. Or what it is. But at the end of the day, I don't want to touch, talk, do anything with another human. Like at the end of the day, when I am winding down, when all of my four kids are in bed, whether they be sleeping or not. When it's time for me to finally sit down, to finally lay in my bed. There is nothing on this planet that is going to make me get out of that bed. That is going to make me more content to just lay down or to even calm me down after a long day. And it doesn't help that my four-year-old, Tesla, loves to play this game at night where she'll come out of her room a about 50 damn times asking for a hug and a kiss. And I tell her the same thing. Girl, I already gave you a hug and a kiss. You don't need this many. It is a lot. Too many hugs and kisses. There is such thing as too much love. And you're being it right now. And she'll play this game 50 times. And I keep struggling with myself on whether to punish her for it because it's cute. Like... She just wants a hug and a kiss. Like, you know, some people are like, why would you be upset about that? Well, I get upset about that because all day 
people have taken from my cup. Have you ever heard the expression, you can't pour from an empty cup? By the end of, well, about half the day, but by the end of the day, my cup is as empty as empty can get. There's not a drop in it. It's not even damp anymore. Like, it's empty, empty, empty. And what's funny about motherhood is nobody ever fills your cup back up. Unless you have, like, the most supportive husband or boyfriend or partner on the planet. Nobody ever actually fills your cup back up. So when your kids take and take and take and take and take, there's not much giving. And and granted, like, your kids are life. They give you so much joy and love and adventure. And motherhood is the greatest thing on the planet, And I do agree with that. But there is nothing that my toddler can give me or my babies can give me that's going to refill my cup in the ways that I need it filled. You know, when all you want is a hug or your hair played with or your back scratched or intimacy with your partner Um, whether that be breakfast in bed, whether that be just an ice cold beer being brought to you, whatever it is, there's not a lot that the, the kids can do for you because they're children. They're not supposed to take care of you. You're supposed to take care of them. And so when it comes to being touched out, there's not a lot that can really fill your cup other than just time. And being able to reset on your own terms. You know, how, how I reset on a nightly basis when all four of my kids are finally asleep. The twins are swaddled like a freaking burrito. And my toddlers are passed out in, in bed, either kicking each other in the face or actually cuddling, which is so adorable. And I finally get to sit down in bed and then, you know, I got to realize I got to pump first. Uh, it's another 15 minutes. I'm going to go pump and prepare the next bottle for the twins so that I don't really got to do much when they get up next. But when I finally get to lay down and I get to turn on a show or a movie and I just get to relax, it feels like the greatest thing on earth. And then you wake up. And you got to do it all over again. And then you have those moments where you think to yourself, I have the greatest life ever. And that's a fun thought. I mean, it's a great thought. I love my kids. My kids are the best thing that has ever happened to me. But damn, on a daily basis, do I have those moments that I'm just like, good Lord Please, I don't want to do this again. I don't, I don't want another day of this. I want to go on a vacation. I want to go sit my booty cheeks down in the sand with a case of Corona on the beach in a hot girl, hot mom bikini with a little, with a man that is paid to drop grapes into my mouth and squirt me with a squirt bottle when I get too hot. Oh, and unlimited tacos. That is what I feel like my soul requires. And, you know, it's funny. I'm never, ever going to get that. But it's fun for me to think about at night. 
that's kind of like my soul reset is I dream about that moment that one day I will get to put my booty cheeks in the sand with a case of Corona and a super hot guy feeding me grapes and squirting me with a water bottle. One day I'll get there. One day. You know, maybe when my nest is empty. But one day that'll happen. And I'm going to miss the baby stage. And that's what's fucked up about motherhood. When you're away from your kids, you hate being away from your kids. But when then when you're with your kids and you're touched out, you hate being with your kids. It's an endless cycle. And then the anxiety of being a mom. Like, how in the hell do you pop a baby out of your hoo-ha or out your belly? You know, C-section mamas, I applaud you. Um, how do you have a baby and, like, they just send you home with it? Like, there's not, you don't get an instruction manual. You don't have required lessons or school or teachings or anything. Like, they're just like, oh, yep, this is your human. You have to keep it alive. Um, good luck with the tantrums and the breastfeeding and the attitude. Your house is never going to be clean again. Um, you can't ever just run into the gas station or run into the store for one thing. Um, I could list that on and on and on. And they just, they just send you home. Nope, you're good to go. Have a great day. Have a great life, actually, you know. I spent a day and a half in the hospital with my twins. And I swear, the nurse that walked me out of that hospital was like, (laughs) honey, you have fun. And I was just sitting there like, what? Hang on. Y'all just gonna let me go? Y'all, yeah? Y'all just, we're just gonna leave? I got home with two infants and I was like, what in the hell is this? What is this? Um, two? Let alone one? Like, what the heck? When I had Bailey, my second baby, I went home after my first pee. And all of you guys know, the first pee is the worst thing ever. Um, I had her at a birth center. So she was uh, unmedicated, no issues, just just a beautiful birth story with her. And I just got sent home after I peed. You know, like it was just, that's done. And I got home and I was there with a two-hour-old baby. And I was just thinking to myself, what is this? What is this life? You just came out of my body. And I got to feed you and keep you alive and change your butt for the next however long. And it's such a trippy feeling. Such a trippy feeling. You know, and that's the rest of their life. It doesn't stop when they're 18. It doesn't stop when they're two or four. It stops when you die. Like when mom is dead, that is the end of it. So for the next, I hope like 60 years, I am going to be keeping my children alive. And that is a strange thought. I look at my mom, and I still call her for everything. Her nest may be empty, but I'm at her house every other day. I text her every single day. I need something from her every day or every other day. 
my mom is still my lifeline and I'm 26 years old. Now, granted, there are, you know, moms and other just women out there uh, who don't have that. And that is so unfortunate. I wish that that were different. But moms are the backbone of our children. Like, when you see those bumper stickers like, don't go get your mama because I will rock your world. Or behind every bad bitch is a couple of car seats. Like, we are savages. We really are. And honestly, just birthing a human is savage enough. I ain't got to be a bad bitch. I literally birthed a human. I grew it in my body and I birthed it. It came up out of my my whole being. Had a baby. Like, and that baby is alive. And thriving and growing. And one day it's going to be just like me. And like how scary is that thought? Oh my gosh. Oh. I think that touches me out more. Is thinking about my two girls being like me. Like holy hell. I got an attitude like nobody's business. And I take pride in it. And when I see my daughter's attitude, I'm like, oh, freaking help me in her teenage years. And then already anxiety there. Like, good God, what is this going to be like as a teenager? I'm going to have two girls fighting all throughout high school. Like, oh, my lanta. I just scared myself. At the end of the day... After having anxiety for, you know, 12 hours that day about keeping your kids safe, fed, clothed, bathed, everything. At the end of the day, what mom isn't touched out? What mom is like, oh, yeah, I'm freaking great at the end of the day. Because on a daily basis, I'm having a freaking panic attack before I go to bed because I got to reset my psyche of, for one, this world is terrifying. For two, I made it through another day with my kids alive. Three, I made it through the goddamn day. And four, we're all just going to sit here and be finally at peace. You know? It's crazy. Motherhood. If it's not the intrusive thoughts or the screaming and the tantrums. Oh, let me tell you about the food. Does anybody else have a a kid that no matter what you are eating, they have to take a bite? Oh, yeah. Wait, that's every single mom on the planet. Like, I don't know a mom that doesn't have like a hidden snack drawer. That she can only open when her kids are in bed. Does anybody else have that drawer? I know I have that. It's like the side of my bed. I put it underneath my camera case and my uh, all my camera supplies. Like I got to hide my snacks. Because I know that if any of my kids even see them, I have to share it. And you can't not share food because, like, they give you that little puppy dog look like, oh, mom, you have to feed me. I'm your baby. And then you end up giving in. 
You know, like, damn, you are my baby. Or they'll pull the, I'm hungry. And I'm like, you just had like five hot dogs. And they'll still be like, but I'm hungry. And then you think to yourself, well, shit, I really can't deny my kid food. You know, last night, oh, I made a beautiful dinner last night. It was a fettuccine Alfredo with a garlic Alfredo sauce with these gorgeous little medium-sized shrimpies. I love shrimp. With uh, chicken legs, drumsticks, in a garlic seasoning. Oh, dinner looked amazing. And right when I served up everybody's plate... All of a sudden, the twins just went psycho. So, as I watch my family eating my delicious dinner, as I sit there and watch my plate of food be picked at because it is sitting on the counter, I am swaddling two cranky babies who are simultaneously, it's such a weird word to say, uh, screaming at me. So, getting one booty changed, put in a swaddle. Get the other one booty changed, put them in a swaddle. Finally, they both start screaming at me. And by the time I get to my plate, it's half empty. And I am so sad because that whole ordeal took me about 20 minutes. So, while everybody has now moved on to taking their showers, which I have to do... I still have not eaten my dinner. So as my kids are trying to play in the bathtub, I'm trying to go back and forth, finding PJs, getting booties, laying out clothes, getting stuff ready, all while taking bites of food in between. You know, I got to get everybody's outfits ready. PJs, diapers, underwear, blankets, put their beds down, get their show ready, bottles, like everything, all while I'm trying to still snack on my own goddamn dinner. It was a hellish night. And at the end of it, I didn't even get my ice-cold beer in bed. I was too exhausted to even turn on a movie. I went straight to bed and I woke up this morning only to realize I didn't have any damn coffee creamer. Like, oh, life. Life as a mom is such a shit show, but it definitely is the greatest blessing on the planet. But when somebody says, oh, you don't have it that bad. You're fine. Oh, you chose to have kids. Oh, damn right. I chose to have kids. I love my babies like nobody's business. But that does not mean that I am touched out, stressed, frustrated, just in sheer panic mode about nine times out of ten. But that just comes with being a mom. You are that child's lifeline. Their whole entire world revolves around you. And that is an amazing feeling, though it is scary. It is the greatest feeling on earth. And I would never change it for the world. Though I would love my vacation with my very hot man feeding me grapes and squirting me with a water bottle. 
that I would love to have one day. And I would hope that that comes sooner than later. But, you know, I'll, I'll take later. If you ever are friends with a mom, if you are a mom, if you're listening to this, I love you. You are a badass broad. And I know you are touched out. You are stressed. You are frustrated. But just take a deep breath at the end of the night and just look at your babies and say, God damn, I made that. Those are my little nuggets, and I got to love them, and I will be here every single week to give you some hope because, hey, at the end of the day, your babies are alive, you're alive, and I pray you have either a beer, a book, or a show for you to enjoy at the end of the night. So if you are one touched out mama, hit that follow button, hit that like button, Check me out on TikTok, on Instagram, and join me in this shit show of a thing we call motherhood because I got my seatbelt on. Do you? Join me next week for another podcast, and I hope you all have a beautiful, beautiful day and take some time for yourself today. Motherhood is hard, but we are all in this together.